Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 49 of the South Dakota Gamer Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chad Viss. Joining me, as always, seems like from now on, from my closet, Joshua Owens. It's, listen, if this is what I gotta do for the listeners, then I'm gonna do it. Okay. I'm committed. And then, and uh, it's yeah. very hot in here. That old chestnut, that song, we were talking about singing that song earlier, Hot in the Closet. Yeah, it's hot in the closet when uh. you close the door. And yeah, I'm touching your clothes no. with my shoulders. Yeah. And then there's more like that. that. And then there's like a real beady chorus also, that just repeats shoulders, shoulders, shoulders. Shoulder, 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 yeah. shoulder, shoulder. Best seller. Shoulder. Mm-hmm. shoulder. Also joining us shoulder. with the Hershey Kisses minis. Oh. No, 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 no. Dave Mann. What are they? They are they're Hershey's Mills chocolate pieces. They are almonds covered in chocolate. So basically, and I figured this is almond, a better time than any to do this right here. Yeah. It, oh. it needed to be done before later. Just get it over with. Yeah, so I've got it open. Okay. So now it won't be making a loud noise. Good. All right. Hey. So hey. we're trying something new this week, hey, listeners. How you doing? We maybe, are maybe viewers And now. viewers. We are broadcasting. Hey, how do we know? We have one viewer right now. We are broadcasting what? live. I don't think so. It wasn't there earlier. On YouTube. No. Yeah, I don't have YouTube pulled up. So this is a thing. Neither do I, but it tells me. This is a thing we're going to try to do from here on out. Really? Is broadcast live, maybe, if it works out. Broadcast live in addition to recording our audio podcast. So if you just listen to the MP3 on iTunes or other podcast services, you're missing out. Remind me never to stand up this time. No, yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, so we got to wear clothes from now on. Right. Is what we're saying. You can actually see the closet that Josh is in. Here we are. So you know we're not lying. This is it. We have a virtual yeah. reality thing set up here. So Josh I is in the closet. Up and I can see the. Yep. Only yeah, if we I'm weren't, quiet. We weren't just doing a bit. We weren't just doing a bit. This is a real closet. It's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, we lost our viewer. There he went. Well. Nah, man. It was the closet. It did it. <laughs> Sorry, man. So what is this garbage? So, if you'd like to watch us record as well as listen and or both, uh, we are going to attempt to do this if it works out well and record on YouTube and put up the video later. So we'll post that link as well in the future. But right out, right away, we wanted to, to start off the podcast by saying thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, thanks. guys. Because we've got some, uh, you know, this last week I asked for some uh, iTunes reviews and you guys came through. And I got th- we got three brand yeah. new five star reviews this week. Good reviews too. I read them. Yeah, well, I'm, we got, you know what? We have some some scholars out there. I'm gonna read them right now. Oh, nice, very nice. Have them right here. So like here we that. go. Let's do it. Five star review says by Joe Gamer for, for Joe Gamer. So I think I think that's us. Jen uh-huh. Lee accepted says the podcast will give you the basic news in the world of console video games. These guys, these guys may not know everything, but unlike so many in the video game press, they are positive about video games. Just like our that was like our listeners that don't always know everything. Here's the thing. But they're always Here's the positive. Thing about that. What? I actually do know everything. What? Yeah. No, it's true, and I a lot of people are fooled by this. I know everything. I just put that on. I put on the dumb act. Huh. For the listener, I don't want to make people feel stupid. Sure. Is the thing. Well, you're a nice guy. So I know. 
Tell you right. what. Mm-hmm. All right, another one we got is uh, says this is from TWM seven 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 says very entertaining and informative. I don't listen to a ton of podcasts, but this is definitely one of them. I'm not a serious gamer either, <laughs> but these dude are super entertaining and deserve a listen for sure. Thank these you, dude. TWM. These dude are super entertaining. Yes, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but this is definitely a podcast. Glad we're getting to know that some you of you and to. that you are not mm-hmm. 100% correct in all of your punctuation and grammar. <laughs> Thank you for the review. But we are not right. We are not going to criticize your reviews because we appreciate well, it. I wasn't criticizing your reviews. And then finally, it was great. Just, no, right. We're not going to do that. That's uh, what I said. Yeah, thanks, guys. Finally, this week from Paco Steele says enjoyable podcast. This one's a little long. He's he had some things to say. Oh. said, I started listening to these guys while I was finishing up at college, and after graduating, I bought a PS4. How do you feel about that, guys? This guy started listening to us while he was in college, and now he's done, he's still listening to us. That's how long we've been around. Wow. That's a long time. Well, he was not, and we appreciate not very it. good at college, but either way. <laughs> well. Paco continues and says, thanks, Josh, for helping convince me in buying the PS4. They give I'm, I'm going to interject right there yeah. and say, I don't know what I did. Um, except you. for getting gifted a PS4, but you're welcome. And I will continue yeah. to do whatever it is that I did. Well done. Carry he on. continues to say they give good reviews to games and are very fun and enjoyable to listen to. I listen at work, and while I play Fallout, obviously with some pauses. Definitely check them out and at least give them a shot. If you hate it, I'll give you a dollar. Like I said, I just graduated, so only while supplies last. Thank you, South Dakota Gamer, for he... keeping me informed. I hate it. Is he going to give me a dollar? I hate it in this well, closet. Yeah, well, I think he's a college student, just graduated, and he has no dollars, so... You owe me a dollar, Paco. It's it's in the mail. Okay. And we also, Josh, why oh, did, we just... had a couple uh, Patreon supporters this week as well, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in case uh, you guys didn't know, I'm going to fill you in real quick. On what um, Patreon is. Patreon is a virtual tipping and rewards website. And what it does is it allows you, the listeners or viewers now, um, to take a little bit of the money uh, from deep, deep down in the darkest reaches of your pockets that you don't want anymore. And you can send that over to us. And that helps us produce more content for you. And so we announced that last week. And so we have a couple tiers um, that are available for you to take advantage of if you feel like... Uh, shooting us a few bucks or you know what if you don't want any either of those tiers and you just want to donate whatever you want to donate that's fine too um, but we've got a five dollar tier uh, and what that does is that allows you to plug anything that you want to plug on our show as long as it's appropriate and we will decide what is appropriate and what is not um, we also have a one dollar tier just in case you want to hear your name said out loud on the podcast And we've also got a $10 tier that allows you, the viewer or listener, to game with us for one hour a week. Um, And that's the host or hosts of your choice. Uh, Obviously, you know, subject to uh, scheduling. And that also includes the rewards from the other two tiers. Uh, And we had uh, a person sign, well, two people, um, soon to be three. Uh, but we had I'm a person outside, outside of this group, um, uh, Dave signed up as a, as a Patreon, uh, and I'm pretty Thanks, sure Dave. that, um, we will probably, at least Dave and I will be, 
uh, signing up as Patreons uh, for the podcast to support ourselves. But um, we had one other Patreon supporter sign up, and that is Mr. Evan Steele. And we really appreciate it. Uh, And that's awesome of him. Yeah, he signed up for the $5 uh, tier. He said he didn't really have anything that he wanted us to plug. Uh, except Thank his God. name over and over and over again. So Evan <laughs> Steele. He would Steel, probably, Steel. he'd probably want to plug Splatoon. Splatoon? Yeah, he probably mm-hmm. would. He's he actually didn't even ask for his name over and over and over again. Ooh, he actually another... said he didn't need to be mentioned at all. But I told him we'd at least say thank you. Can we? So, can we also thanks, at least Evan. use another terminology other than plug? I mean, I just I'm. <laughs> it sounds weird over and over and over. <laughs> what? I what don't, I don't understand, Dave. Promote? Is promote better? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Pitch. Well, Josh, to clarify, I don't want people to be confused thinking that we are actually being as crazy as talking about, you know, putting things into outlets and, like, letting electricity Well, we're not plugging things, things into other things. It's more of a... Like that, it's more... That do it's it a the, euphemism. Oh, okay. Well, well and, you know, like, two... Like, on a, on a 110... And then it goes right. in the outlet. I'm, I'm doing it. Like, look, so we're we're getting so technical right now. And all I all I would like to say is, if you would like to support the show, hit us up at Patreon.com/slash South Dakota Gamer. Uh, show us your support. We would love it. Uh, if you don't show us your support, that's fine. We're still going to keep making the podcast because we love to do it. Uh, so that's fine too. If you just want to listen for free, we will allow that. Um, and we've also got T-shirts. We, do. we have them available, guys. This is exciting. This is super exciting. We have uh, a link that we can post on the Facebook page um, to let you guys check them out. Dave has designed a ton of video game-related T-shirts, uh, two in particular for the podcast. Um, and I feel like I shouldn't even tell you what those two are. I want you to be surprised. I want you to go to the link, check them out. They're super cool. We're really excited about both of them. Uh, I will definitely be ordering both. Um, I'm very excited to wear them. So uh, check all that stuff out, but we're really excited. Um, We really appreciate the support so far, and we're going to keep on doing this uh, because we think you guys are awesome. Keeping on. Dude, I've been a jet. Where did you get a shirt of Star-Lord going after the star from Mario? I got this from... um, It's one of those small little t-shirt stores online that do like limited uh prints mm-hmm. so this is only available for a limited time t fury i think it's called dot com yeah um so yeah it's like the mario star and then star lord so cool very clever because yeah. yeah. of star yeah star lord yeah mm-hmm. uh-huh. you're so. not you're not slow dave no. you catch on all right well thank you all of you and for future listeners and viewers, thank you. We like you. Thanks for being part of what we're part of. We enjoy it and hope you do too. Yeah. That leads us right into some news that you can use. If I'm you so choose. Yes? Not slow. I'm a sloth. For this, a second, I was legitimately confused yeah. if the connection speed was slow. I was down. being a sloth in the DMV at that uh, Zootopia prior Zootopia. to. Yeah. I laughed at that, but it was painful. Yeah, it was too long. It was painful yeah, on, my, on my fourth viewing of Star Wars, seeing it again. Yeah. That's much. what it was really painful. So the news. News. 
Amazon Prime. Maybe you've heard of it? Uh-uh. Mm. Amazon.com uh, offers a, a membership a subscription. Yeah. For $100 a year, <laughs> you get some benefits, which include uh, free two-day shipping on a lot of their items. You also get some free if movies. If you live in a participating city, it also entitles you to Amazon Prime Now, yeah. which gives you, like... Same day delivery, sometimes within hours. Hours. Oh, I forgot yeah, I signed up for that actually, for a free trial. That's why I got Amazon Prime. I've never tried it yet, but I I would like to. I ordered this. I wonder if it's available in Chicago. You bought. Okay, you tried Amazon Prime or Amazon Now? Amazon Prime, Prime. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't live near a big city, like in my state. Really, mm. I, you don't, Minneapolis you don't have is a the closest. Big city in your state. Well. Sioux Falls They've got has... Bismarck, Dave. No, wrong, wrong state. <laughs> oh, dang it. No, you you both get to split that state. South. That city. Nope. South yeah. Dakota. Sioux Falls is like 160-some thousand. 60-some. Bismarck. So that's, that's, as, that's as big as Manhattan, though, is really big. Yeah. It's close. So, Amazon Prime. Uh, they offer free two-day shipping. Uh, they also have some videos and movies you can watch. They have music that you can get. Um, you also can. There's some iCloud storage available there as well. Um, they are starting for Prime members 20% off or pre-orders on video games. So you automatically, if you pre-order it through their website, they always deliver it day of release. So you get it on the Tuesday it comes out or Friday or whatever day it comes out. Um, you'll get the game that day, and you also get 20% off uh, the pre-orders. And then anything released two weeks within release date, they consider a new release. You also get 20% off those games as well. Cool. So that's a crazy deal. That's really good. I mean, that's especially for something that you're going to use anyway, like Amazon Prime. Right. Twelve People already use that. Yeah. Yeah. Without that, so my thought, my question was, you know, I do a lot of my video games at GameStop. Specifically for the trade-in values, because that's like extra credit for you, you know, to get to get put towards games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have their rewards program, which you get points. And I've got some cool things through that, um, some comic books and some. I got these Fallout Four pajama pants through them too, so you can get some neat neat things. But to save twelve dollars per game, basically you buy five games, you get one free. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty good deal. Do you think that'll push GameStop or I mean Best Buy has something similar? But do you mm-hmm. think they'll push guys like that to to try to give some kind of discounts for pre-ordering? I feel like it would have to push GameStop towards something like that. Because they do have stuff for like trade-in games and all that, like used games. But right. I feel like they would have to do something for new games. Now they've got two huge players doing similar things. Right. They would almost have to. They would almost have to. I think to. they would. I want to know how many new subscribers this is going to get Amazon Prime because now I'm considering it and I wasn't at all before. For and I don't know if it's still going on, but they did have it for seventy three dollars for the year instead of one hundred. For at least that was the case this weekend. You might can't worth, afford not to. At yeah, it's worth checking out. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was really interesting and it makes me not sponsored by the way, not a sponsored podcast. <laughs> no, makes me think twice about uh, where I get my new games from. Yeah. So. All right, well, speaking of cheap games and or free games, um, starting, what day is today? Starting today? Today's Monday. Starting tomorrow. Tomorrow. The 19th through the 24th of January um, on Xbox Live. If you're an Xbox Gold member, 
you can download the EA Access Hub, and for one week you get to play 14 games for free. It's a trial version of their EA Access, um, which I think is like $5 a month, and it gets you like a week or two early access to games that are brand new when they come out. Um, you can play them a little bit earlier than everybody else, and then you can also play their backlog of games um, included. So, Is but this then, a streaming service, kind of like PlayStation yes, Now? Yes, yeah. correct. Yep. And it's just EA. Um, so there are 14 games that uh, you can play for free this week if you're a gold member. I will go through them quickly. Um, only one or two really kind of gets my interest. But uh, Battlefield Hardline, UFC, Battlefield 4, FIFA 15, Madden 25, which is like two, three years old, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, NHL 15, Titanfall, Plants vs. Zombies Gun Warfare, Need for Speed Rivals, which again is a very old game, uh, NBA Live 15, Peggle 2, FIFA 14, and Madden 14. The heck is Madden 25? That was the 25th year anniversary of Madden. I, Instead oh. of doing the year, they did 25. It had Adrian Peterson on the cover. Was that, wasn't that gotcha. not that good? Uh, I don't know that it was bad. It was just another Madden game. I don't think there was anything wrong with it. I thought that it, like, got, it wasn't received poorly. Oh, I thought it like caught some flag for like for some reason not have. having not looking better than the previous Madden game. I'm not sure. It came out right around release of the uh, new consoles, or at least the Xbox One, so that may be true. Ah! So, so yeah, there you go. EA Access for free for one, one week. Um, you have to download the app on your Xbox, and then you can go into the app to download the games. Have any of you guys experienced that at all? I have not. I downloaded the app to try this week. I was considering trying out PlayStation Now, mm. um, but I'm hesitant to do it because apparently my internet is not fast enough to do like the share play. Uh, oh, sure. And oh, so really? I'm wondering how well it would work. Yeah, I'm wondering how well it would work for the, like streaming a streaming. game. Mm. Um, I would like to try it, but it seems impractical if you have mediocre internet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth paying a monthly subscription for something like yeah. that either way, but anyways. Okay, moving on. Uh, Google, we, we've been talking the last few weeks about VR. You got the Oculus Rift, you got the Valve or HTC Vive uh, coming out here soon, and Google does not want to be left out of that fight, that wave of technology. So they've done some restructuring at Google.com, and they now have a VR division themselves. It almost seems like this is a. Um, it almost seems like this is a like a public shareholder, like because they're a publicly owned company. It seems like a shareholder, right. like appease the shareholders. Like, yeah, okay, we're gonna do this thing because everybody else is jumping on this, so we're gonna look into VR too, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Google's, I mean, they like they've got self-driving cars and whatnot. Um, doesn't seem right. like this is something they necessarily needed to jump into. I, I feel <laughs> you like. You would, yeah. I don't, Especially I mean, since it's like early technology. Google's you know? going to have their finger into everything, though. I mean, yeah. if, if they feel like they can get something or do something with it, I think they will. They're 2015's Umbrella Corporation. 2016's yeah. Umbrella Corporation. That's funny. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, moving on to other games and a couple other corporations. Uh, we have a couple pretty high-end profile bigwigs leaving the companies that they're in. Um, Lens Leslie Benzies, 
and who who worked with uh, Rockstar North was involved with Grand Theft Auto since Grand Theft Auto 3 also was involved with Red Dead Redemption and Manhunt um, has left the company he I guess right after Grand Theft Auto 5 was released he uh, he took a sabbatical so for like the last 17 months he's just kind of been not just kind of went off on vacation and decided I guess he doesn't want to come back oh yeah and then he just never came back yeah I heard about that. So he must have met up with Kojima. He's like, oh, you're on vacation too? Yeah, we're both on vacation. Let's just not go back. Let's so, just yeah. start our own companies. Yeah, so he's he's left uh, Rockstar North. And again, he was one of the head guys with all the Grand Theft Auto games. So I guess you could be a little concerned about what may happen with Grand Theft Auto going forward. Um, but obviously they have a lot, lot of people yeah. that work there. and. There's not a whole lot that we hear from the inside of Rockstar. Like, you don't really get to see what goes on behind the curtain there very much. Well, uh, They're mysterious like that. Okay, I, I have to admit, I was, I, was, uh, ant- I was taking care of a emergency on the phone. Um, but I read here in our notes that he was, the, he was only involved uh, GTA 3. Oh, since 3. Okay, never mind. I since thought you were three, saying yeah. that he was only involved in that. So, yeah, it, say again to me it, how... Do we know where he sits in the hierarchy of? I'm not exactly sure what his title was or what his exact position is, but I know he was heavily involved in steering those titles. I, I imagine it's not going to hurt Rockstar at all. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they, I'm sure. I don't know how he left, but I mean, you look at things. You look at movies, for example, and people that directors that leave, but they're still producing, and the movies still do. I mean, I'm. I'm sure unless he, uh, unless it was a bad breakup and he was like ripping servers out of the walls on his way out, I don't think they're gonna. Right. I'm sure, they'll probably be fine. Yeah, and then also um, another big wig leaving company, Mark Laidlaw has left Valve, and he was the head slash lead writer for Half Life One, Half Life Two. I picture him on his way out, holding up a glass of scotch and saying, "Listen." Say again. I'm the <laughs> one who's going to lay down the law here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm gone. I feel like I feel like that put the final nail in the coffin for a lot of Half-Life you nerds. Think? For the Half-Life 3 happening. It's just a joke. I, mean, I probably didn't even personally agree with You don't think possibly? I mean, how long has it been since Half-Life 2 came out? Maybe, just maybe the script's done. He's like, you know what? I can't do any more writing for this anyway. I'm out of here. Here, here it is. Do with it what you want. Maybe. 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 Or we'll maybe, maybe we'll never see Half Life Three. Probably not. I, you know, I have not played Half Life Two. I don't know. I feel like I feel like what? if it never came out, uh, Val, like the fact that it hasn't come out yet. I feel like has done Valve more good than producing that game would do. Yeah. Because everyone's waiting with bated breath for this game. Yeah. And in the meantime, Valve is getting all this attention, and they're like, here's this thing, here's this thing, here's this thing, and people are like, oh yeah, that's super cool, but where's that Half-Life 3? And they're like, keep watching, and then they're like, here's this thing, here's this thing, and so I feel like at this point, it does them more good to not put it out then put it out well i think if they do if they do put it out the way they have to do it is hey guess what we're announcing half-life 3 and it's out right now 
Yeah, and we're releasing it right this second. Or you wake up and it's on the front page of Steam. Yeah. Yeah. That they almost ha- would have to. There's cuz there's no there's already so much hype for that game. There's right. no hype to build. Yeah. And it would be like a mad rush to yeah, they'd have to do it that way. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, speaking of those are that's a game that you can't play and you may never ever ever play. But what I did coming say, out Chad. Okay. When you said mm-hmm. what? Was yeah. That I have never played Half Life Two. Oh, but you did play Half Life One. No. I've not played a Half Life game. At all. No. You need to get your Xbox Three Sixty back out. What was that? A orange out. box. Yes. So say you need to get your Xbox Three Sixty out. Hook it up. You need to go buy the orange box, which has Half Life One, Half Life Episode Two. And it also has Team Fortress. It also has Portal. And you buy that game, you need to play through those. Speaking of Portal, I don't have anymore. they need to port Portal. Ah, uh, they need to port it over to PlayStation Four. Well, okay, mm, there are just some yeah. things that you don't because get. that's a game. That's a game that I feel like my girlfriend would enjoy playing. They need to put uh, last. They need to put Last of Us and all the I Naughty Dog stuff onto the Xbox One. Alright, so speaking of games that that Dave hasn't played because he just hasn't, here's some games that you can play tomorrow if you'd like. One of these I'm excited about. Dave, what games can we go buy for our systems this week? Are you asking me a question? Yes. Oh, cool! You broke up. I heard nothing. I heard you go. Oh, skipped for a minute. I'm, I'm asking you if we wanted to buy some games this week. What what ones are coming out new? Oh, okay. Um, well, the new releases. I will tell you. So there will Please be an do. answer to this question. Um, according to the little Roman numerals underneath letter F, which is new releases January 19th. Whoa! Too much behind the curtains. The first one is <laughs> a boy and his blob for Xbox One, PS4, Vita. And the PC. Now, let me say, when I went to my games, my store section of my Xbox, stop it, and I saw a boy in his blob, I freaked out. Because yeah, did you play that game? <clears throat> well, yes and no. My One of my memories as a kid, playing Nintendo, and my mom sitting, like, for me, for some reason, I wanted an audience. I don't know why I don't stream more, because huh. it, it's it's crazy how much i wanted my sister my mom to like sit and watch i like trying to hold them hostage and everything but my mom would i told the story before but we used to have this rental place called sights and sounds and they used to have this deal where you could rent five games for five nights for five dollars and i was i mean begging my parents all the time to let me and they usually did and so what happened was i got to play all the games i wanted but then i got to start i kind of was forced into trying games that i've never tried before which is, ironically, how I discovered The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. It was my mom who said, why don't you try this game? It looks kind of cool. And I was like, eh, it doesn't really look like my thing. And I don't know. But I tried it, and I loved it, and then changed my whole entire life as far as gaming. But another game she picked was A Boy and His Blob, and and uh, it was for the, the original NES, I believe, the one I played. And it was just so basic, and it was something I didn't understand. You had to feed him certain jelly beans to make him take, change different shapes, do different things. So when I saw it, I was freaked out like nostalgia was going to... I I was going to buy it instantly. But I found out it's 
just the it's a remake of the Wii version. Okay. Which I'm sure is still a great game, but it's not the the original original uh, Up Away in This Blob, which is still you know relatively it's the same story and all that stuff, but I'm sure it'll still be fun. I won't have the nostalgia of playing a game that I never played, but sure. Anyway. But I just thought that was interesting. So yeah, that's coming out. Um, Darkest Dungeon for the PC is also coming out. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm excited about. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen anything about that game? A little bit. No. It looks super cool. It's like a, it's a very unique RPG type game. Uh, like, if it's the same one I'm thinking of, you like you build your party, and then things like um, morale. Uh, and stuff like that matter, and your team members get like depressed, and so you have to boost morale, and like certain like that depends that determines how they'll do in battle hmm. and stuff like that. It, it looks really good. It's pretty cool. Sweet. Also coming out on the PC and the Xbox One and PS4 is Resident Evil Origins Collection, which Great games. which Chad, um, yeah. Or Josh, tell me what this entails. Is this a collection of the Resident Evil games, I'm assuming? Or is there a game called Resident Evil Origins? Yes. Okay, because I didn't know about that. <laughs> I... Uh, there's there's a couple different Origins games. Um, I played the first Origins game on the 3DS, but I know it came out on at least a couple other platforms. And then there was another one that also came out. Um, so... Yeah, this is that. Because that was my that was my Resident Evil, the original for the PlayStation. Um, that was a situation where I had rented a PlayStation One from like Family Video or something, and rented Resident Evil, and that was my first introduction into that type of horror game. And that was one where my mom and my sister sat in the bunk bed in my room behind me and watched and we scared ourselves as like those dogs jumped in the window and are chasing you around the hallways and it was just like that was my first experience with that which was really cool um also coming out for the ps4 is stardust vanguards that's right stardust vanguards also coming out on the 3ds on january 22nd is mario and luigi paper jam that's right. I wish I had a 3DS for that still. The plumbers are back, and their jam is paper. I was I dug out my 3DS or, last night, and I was looking at some stuff, and I saw a thing for that. Or the plumber, and it looked interesting. Or the plumbers have have changed professions, and they're in advertising now, and the printer is not working anymore. I think it's I think it's a Mario and Luigi game cross mixed with a Mario paper game. You know how oh, they're made of paper. That makes more sense. Yeah, you know, make way more sense. sense actually than Nintendo's kind of kind of got thinking. some some brains, so I was, that's yeah. good to know. Oh, sorry, no, it's, it's quite all right. Yeah. So that does it for games that we have announced for this week. There are a few other ones that are coming out that uh, I did not put on the list um, because I hadn't heard of them before, and if I haven't heard of them, you don't care about them. <laughs> Obviously, no one else has heard of them. Right. Uh, obviously, yeah. I have my pulse. <laughs> I have my finger on the pulse. Of the gaming industry. Yes. I mean, I can feel it right now. Bum, bum, it's right there. Bum, bum. Right on the jugular. Well, yeah. Right on the jugular wrist. in the hole. The jugular. Slit it. The jugular's Stopping up here. Stopping the spray of blood. Not not there. So they're different. But yeah. So anyways. No, I, I was pointing. Oh. Okay. So moving on. 
there are a couple uh, games coming out here in 2016 that I know we're, we're somewhat excited to even very excited about. Um, and the, this also ties into our topics of the show, um, or topics of discussion, or topics, topics that we talk about. Topics that interest us interest. are these following things. That would be great if I'm going to make that a thing. Same time. Yes, you should. So, here are the topics of the show mixed with parts of the news. Josh, the first one. <laughs> what you need to do is just separately record that and then send the file to Chad so he can just insert it. He can just edit it in. He yep. can just yep. insert it. Just slip it well, right I'm in. I'm going to do that. I'm going I'm I'm to make it real professional with like guitar and stuff. Wow. Just do it. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to do it. I'm, I just got inspired. It. I'm going to do it. Okay. I'll need it tomorrow morning. Okay. So, Hitman was a game that was announced by Square Enix. Um, it had kind of some weird news surrounding it as far as when it was coming out, if the whole game would actually be there when it came out. Um, but then the pre-orders went up. People were allowed to pre-order it digitally on the PS4s, the Xbox Ones. And then about a week or so ago, people that pre-ordered it digitally on the PlayStation 4 all of a sudden started seeing their pre-orders getting canceled. And just disappearing, and all of a sudden the game is no longer on the on the store anymore. And come to find out, Square Enix had canceled all the digital pre-orders because they were about to announce that this is not a game that we're going to release in the spring for sixty dollars. It is, however, going to be a episodic game. See, this you... is something that was that was more than a week ago. I don't know what you're. I mean, I'm not saying what you're saying just haven't they, happened, but they talked a while ago knew, about this being episodic. Well, it wasn't a full episodic game. You're going to get a big portion of it, and they're going to release some of it more for free as it went along. But they oh, okay. they didn't call it. They made it sound like they made it sound like main game and DLC. Okay. Yeah. Not episodes. Right. I, it I wasn't a full episodic game, but now they just straight away. I mean, it was, but now they just said, yeah, it's episodic. Uh, the first episode will be available. I, I should have wrote, wrote down the date, but I did not. Uh, but the first one will be available for fifteen. And the rest of them will be available for 10 Or you can spend $60 for all of it up front and get all of it. Or you can spend $15 for the first one and then $50 for the rest of them later. Or you can wait till later in the fall and get the retail disc for $60 as well. So, Josh, I Don't know like you have some, some things to say. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I feel like what started this what? herpes okay. of episodic games whoa, whoa. was Telltale. Whoa. Okay. It was Telltale. So, well, and okay. I, 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 I said on, on Facebook, I, I think that, that Square Enix... Square Enix? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Is the developer yeah. of this game. Right, correct. I think, they're, I think they're getting it right by only charging $60 for the full game. However, the business model I think needs to go. Like it's not good for gamers. It's it only only benefits development companies and to say that we want to make the game as good as it can possibly be and so that's why we're taking longer to develop the rest of it. That's a BS excuse. That's not a legitimate yeah. excuse. Don't do that. Just say, "Hey, we're delaying it for a couple more months. It's going to come out at this time now." You'll get the full game. The only way this benefits anyone is the development companies that say, well, we'll release it piecemeal, and then we can charge more for a full game than just releasing a, a full game all at once. 
Well, they're still giving a chance to only pay $60 for it. You don't have to pay more. In this case, but this becoming the norm opens the door for every game company from here on out to just release games piece by piece by piece and charge us, you know, $10, $15 for every piece of the game as it comes out. I, I don't know. Like, I just, it seems like a cash grab. And I it's agree. lazy. I don't like. I don't think. I don't it want works. that. Just... I don't think it works for very many games, though. I think it, it has to be a specific kind of game that this works at. And the reason that this works for Hitman is that they're going to have different missions in these specific cities or areas that takes. Like here's all of Paris. I think France is the first one to get. Here's all of Paris, and that's episode one. Episode two will be Rome or somewhere in Russia or something like that. You couldn't do this with Fallout. You couldn't do this with Call of Duty. You couldn't do this with a lot of games. No, but like six or eight months ago, we would have said you couldn't do it with a game mm. like this. Like, sure. other games have existed like this that have different areas with missions available in that area. Like, it, it's not. This is not okay. It's mm. uh, to me, it's not okay. Like, I, hear you. I just wrong. I don't understand. How do they think that it looks okay to the consumer? Even like. I, I just don't understand. I don't understand. The only the only thing that I understand behind this business model is that it opens things up for for companies to eventually charge more over the long haul for a game than they could if they just sold it all at once. Sure. Yeah. We'll see. I, like I mean, if I would say to listeners and just people in general, if you don't if you agree with Josh and you're not all about that, don't buy this game. Don't don't encourage them with money. For them to say, oh, Don't this is it. obviously something that works. Let's continue to do this. Don't do it. Don't buy it. And for clarification I mean, for Josh, BS stands for bush shoveler. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant. This is a bush shoveler excuse. Okay. I just, I, like, I, I love the Hitman games. You will also accept Bull um, Weevil Shewer. I'm a, I'm a big Hitman's game, Hitman games fan. However, I plan to not buy this game. If they go ahead with this model i won't get this game sure. and i know that my 60 dollars doesn't matter a ton to this company but i i do think you're right chad if the consumers are like i don't want this then don't buy it like have enough self-control to be like i'll forego this gaming experience to make sure that this company knows that i don't support that if enough of us people do it yeah yeah they'll stop doing it i or agree don't buy it don't buy it until it's on the disc vote with $60. your wallet yeah. vote with your wallet or in Josh's case, vote with your friend's wallet. Yeah. I'll vote with any wallet that I can. Okay. As long as I'm heard. Sure. Just tell <laughs> just tell Joey not to buy that for you. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I agree with you. Have you said do you feel you said your piece? <laughs> I you know, I guess, yeah. I mean you gotta go a little more, that's okay. No no no. I think I'm good. This is an open space. For I this. just I think it's. Are you trying to I draw on your bush face? Bush shoveler excuse. I wasn't trying to draw on my face. I realized that I had my face on the screen. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Dave's not running. Dave's not running draw. Next. I'm gonna invite Dave. One I, big <laughs> game for the fall. One game that, for Dave at least, is probably real close to number one, if not number one, on his. You know what? Anticipatory you know what, list no. would no. be the I'm division. Not be, I'm not gonna be made a fool of this this game while I'm trying to talk about stuff. <laughs> Not right now, right. sir. Not right you know, now. No, fine. I'll invite Chad. Chad will play with Guys, me. Guys, so, a couple things real quick before I let Dave get into it. 
Um, no, I will not. The the division is coming out in March, and we've started here in the last week or so seeing a lot more. Uh, they released a new trailer. Uh, they also released the fact that they're going to have a, a Xbox One there's, bundle there's for $400. There's been a lot of talk about it recently. Well, yeah. Nope. What's that? I was saying, and, and it wasn't computing as well as it did in our Skype calls, I was talking to chime in, but mm. instead it's completely stopped your train of thought, so it kind of gotcha. Yeah, it didn't work how I wanted it to. Okay. I was just saying that there has been a lot of stuff in the airwaves for the yeah. division. They've upped the the uh, visuals on this as far as what the public is seeing when it comes to the division because it's they're trying to create awareness. The Segway and, Master. Uh, and also, there has been some debate about the visuals. And I will uh, let Dave take this. I I hit... Okay, I just, I'm just going to... In a nutshell, I'm just going to say I'm disappointed. And that's okay. It. That's all. <laughs> That's it. No explanation. Just I'm disappointed. Continue. I have nothing. Um, th- I, this is a game I've been waiting for for years, like literally years. Like when it was first announced, it, it. I don't know what it was, which I think. It, it, I thought about this on the way home. Uh, oh gosh, it's just today. I started last night and then it ended today. But thinking about this game made me think about, and this is going off on a tangent. Um, bear with no. me. No. Bear with me. I don't do this often. Inconceivable. I think a good topic for us would be to tell each other what really makes a good game to us. Meaning, what is it about a game that really pulls us in individually? Because I know it's got to be different for all of us, because we have some different tastes in the game. We like a lot of the same things, but we also have some very unique, different tastes. Mm -hmm. Chad, for example, hates horror games. Josh and I do not. Mm. Chad does, does not want to play any horror games. No, no horror games. Josh and I willingly subject ourselves to this time and time again. But anyways, yes. um, I was thinking about the the division, and there's just I don't know if it's the the co-op, like the the cool strategic way you got to play with with your friends co-op, um, or if it's just the setting, like the military setting in New York and the future. I mean, there's a lot of things about this game that. I really, really like and I'm very interested in. And some of the ways that they, the things that they did as far as, I guess, like, gosh, man, this was a podcast long ago with, with Isaac and, and I, and I think Josh might have been there, but we just kept saying over and over that he shuts the freaking door. That yeah. first video we saw where you see the character take cover behind a, a police car, he's getting shot at, he's pinned down, his, he's calling for his friends and co-op to kind of like, create support fire for him so he can kind of move around. And as he moves down the side of the squad car, the door that's open in the back, he puts his hand on it and just shuts it as he moves past. wasn't like, I have to shut this door so I can see better or I need to do something to this door because it it was just part of the fluid movement of the character. Right. And it appears that some things have been left behind for Ubisoft. Mm. You know what? I Let me... Let me take let me take just a minute and just read something real quick. I'm going to read an article, um, a part portion of an article off of Design and Trend because this this person wrote it up very well. There's three different sections that really have been affected by this quote unquote graphics downgrade that Ubisoft is becoming notorious for because mm. it's happened it happened with 
Watch Dogs specifically. It with Far Cry Four happens with with uh, Unity, Assassin's Creed Unity. But yeah, Watch Dogs was the big one because it was the big next gen game. It was supposed to have all these things, and then you see the release trailer, and then you see the launch trailer, and they're vastly different. But anyways, let let me just just a few paragraphs here. First up is an attribute called dynamic global illumination. In simple terms. It refers to the reflections that change with their environments. If, for example, a train were to pass above a puddle, it was advertised that we would see the train as it moves through the water. After analysis, it has been confirmed that this doesn't happen at all. Similarly, the character reflections don't show in glass, and every bit of pavement shine is completely static. This can also be said of the game's standard destruction technique, too. Despite originally touting that Tam... or Tam... Tampax is actually going to... No, Tom Clancy The Division, as a game, would respond to every bullet hole made during the firefight. Remember when we first saw those, those first footage and all of the damage that was happening? Yeah, the I watched fire? the video on that link oh, you sent. Gosh, it is crazy. So so now the footage has been captured that shows destruction disappearing right in front of the player. Burn marks and bullet holes heal with time, which doesn't add much to its overall realism. Um, there's also the weather. The snow doesn't respond to heat or conflict. In earlier videos, this concept was introduced as dynamic material shaders. So it's actually these things are that were actually introduced by Ubisoft to show off how great this game was going to be. And like for example, if a player approached frozen precipitation with hot ammo, it was shown to transform into water with the heat. This effect has seemingly been removed, considering the same piles of snow appear in the same exact locations during the day and the night. They were talking about this big deal. We have all this stuff we're doing with this incredible snowdrop engine. And I mean, right. the way that they were advertising this, and, and rightfully so, if that's what they were able to do, I remember that was one of the biggest draws and the builder of excitement for this game to me was how incredibly real and detailed this game mm. was. Mm -hmm. It started off Coming down from an overhead view, the music is playing, you go down the street, it's snowy, there's trash everywhere, what the heck's going on? Here's a lone soldier, and then there's some guys come in, but he's standing there, and there's just trash piled up all over the streets, there's cars backed up, there's hoods open, there's people, the sounds, the sights, the lights, of the, the Christmas time lights, that are set. I mean, everything looked so visually appealing but, and insane. But, that wasn't running... On an Xbox One or PlayStation Four, that no, it was wasn't. running on a high-end PC. So, yes. should that I, you're that's right? That's what brings me. That's what brings me to my my main point that I'm upset about is why. I mean, should these developers be held to? Mm -hmm. I understand you always want to put your foot, your best foot forward. I understand that. That's something that you, that that's just a natural thing that you do. But when does it? When do you cross the line to where you're almost misleading consumers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they're never going to see that version of that game. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. The, you you want to show your best your best foot forward, and, and those trailers we saw at E3, man, those looked fantastic. And according to that trailer, and I, you know, when we played, and I don't know if the statute of limitations is up on that or not be yet, but we played the alpha. It looked right. fine. It looked fine. I didn't think, man, this is a downgraded version right. of what I saw before. I didn't think that. Right. I mean, and, I, and I, pre I posted this on our Facebook page, and I prefaced it by saying, I still think this is going to be a great game. Yeah. I'm still going to love it. I think um, it'll still look good, too. But, yeah, that was the same way I was with Watch Dogs. There was a definite 
graphics downgrade with Watch Dogs. I knew it. Everybody knew it that played it. Um, but I still enjoyed the game. Now, the game itself was also had a level of disappointment because the game itself was also left a little bit to be desired in a lot of different areas. Um, you know, we both played the alpha, which we're not supposed to talk about <clears throat> in depth or, or give away specific details. But as far as a look of the game, you could I could tell it wasn't it wasn't the same as the thing, but I chalked it up to being an alpha. Sure. I chalked it up to being a build that's not finished. Um, obviously, the stuff that they show you in these E3 conferences are one, yes, running on an extremely high-end thing, but it's also a specific chunk of the game that has been polished as best as they could and right. finished as best as they Vertical could. Vertical slice is what they When the it. rest of the game is not even present yeah. at all. Correct. So they have to finish all of the other stuff. And sure, they can make that one area look great, and they, and they need to, but I don't think they need to do it to the extent of where they're not going to be able to do the rest of the game like that, or, or they're right. not going to be able to to ship a finished product that looks anywhere near that. I mean, right. I mean, I don't, I don't have any grounds for making these claims, but I would venture to say upwards of seventy-five to eighty percent of consumers are not going to view or play this game in a in a fashion of which it was presented at that right. three in two thousand thirteen, yeah, or fourteen, whatever it was. Um, I get, I get showing like cutscenes in super detailed you know, textures and, like, super detailed graphics and all that stuff. Like, I get that. And I think a good example of that would be, like, Final Fantasy, for example, whose cutscenes, yeah, at least lately, uh, usually, but at least lately, have always been really, really detailed. They look really, really good. And, you know, going from that and then, like, to the gameplay, the gameplay is obviously not as detailed or, you know, advanced at, visually as, like, the cutscenes. In this case, it seems like a whole different thing because obviously every game is going to do that if it's a cutscene, if it's like just a trailer that they're showing. But if they're talking about actual gameplay and showing gameplay and talking about... Like, I wasn't even following this game, and I remember them making a big deal out of the fact that it was dynamic environments, dynamic environments, dynamic environments, and all this stuff. And so going from that... To then, like you're saying, Dave, like downgrading everything and saying, oh, actually, this isn't going to be in the game. This isn't going to be in the game. This isn't going to be in the game. It's not game-breaking stuff, and it's not going to make it unplayable, or, you know, they're not taking, like, gameplay away. But it does seem they are all things misleading. They, they are all things that they used and promoted right. to get people's attention. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when they, when they make such a big deal out of dynamic environments, and they're saying all this stuff is so cool, and, like, da-da-da-da-da... And then all of a sudden, well, actually, that's not going to be in there. That seems like a whole different thing than taking, like, a cutscene and super sprucing it up and then showing that. Like, that's a whole different thing. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely disappointed in because I, I, there's no way I wouldn't be able to be because that was one of the top three things I was looking forward to in this game was just... I mean, because that's... Like, you were talking about cutscenes and making cutscenes look incredible. Nowadays, we're in this, we're in this age where... The big thing is to show you, oh, this isn't a cutscene. This is gameplay. Right. You're playing this. And right. so they, they they pump in as much shine and polish as they can. And then fast forward, you know, two, three years later when they finally finish the thing. And when you compare, I mean, and, and granted, they're gradual changes. But there's so many changes over that time to where you compare this chunk over here to this chunk in the beginning. And it's like... 
what the heck's going on? It looks like a generation gap. It's like so comparing they, 360 to Xbox One or PS3 to PS4. Should they not advertise it in the best possible light just I in think, case? I here's here's my opinion. Here's my possible my possible opinion. Here is my personal opinion. I think they should Possibly. show it. I think they should show it on the most rounded out thing that they can. Not 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 like not on a last gen console or something, but I think they should show it on a console because I think personally, again, I don't have proof of this, but I it's just I'm a gut feeling that the majority of their consumers are console owners. And okay. and I think that it would be much better for them if it was a surprise to the people that have or probably wouldn't be a surprise to people that own those powerful machines they would just be expecting it because they know what their equipment is they know what the what they've got stuffed underneath that box and and like oh it's it's actually looks much better on this count or on this system over here but it looks here's here's what we expected from the beginning and here's what we got and you won't have all this i mean it's not affecting me but you can't tell me that there aren't some people um, who like Josh compared to his not liking the episodic thing are going to say you know what I'm not going to buy this game I I'm I am I'm just not going to buy it I mean I, mm-hmm. that's not going to be me because I re- I really want to play this game and I'm not it disappoints me yet but it's not going to make me not get it but I'm sure they are going to lose some people at least their interest maybe they might not buy it for a long time maybe they might get it discounted maybe they might borrow it from a friend maybe they might not get it at all. Because it's not what they it's not what they bought into as far mm, yeah. as far as their their initial hype and everything. And to me, this is a symptom, not the actual problem. Like the problem is you've got all these different companies building all these engines, and like it's like you know once there's a new console out, it's a race to see who can max out the console. You know, as far as like visually and like what a game can do, the fastest. And consoles are constantly competing with PCs because PCs are always going to have better graphics. And so a game is always going to look amazing on PC and not as good on console. So the problem, I think, is that you've, like, you've got all these different developers that are like, no, we have the best graphics. We've pushed things to the limit more than everyone else. And because that's their perception of us, the consumer is that we're looking for like the next prettiest thing which is true as much as much as we want story and gameplay which is true like like that's that's how we as the consumer have come across and i i feel like what needs to happen and i don't know how this would happen but what needs to happen is consumers and developers need to have an understanding where like these are expectations these are realistic things. Like, let's figure out what the other wants and make everyone happy. And I like I don't know how you do that except at like a conference like E3 or PlayStation Experience or you know CES is not as much for video games, but even a place like CES, I feel like that almost needs to be like a like a forum. Yeah. And like they all just need to sit down in a room and say, look. This is what I, as a consumer, expect. But I'm not going to be mad if you tell me that's unrealistic. Here's what we can give you. Because I'm still going to play your game. Like, it's still going to be a good game. And so, I, like, I feel like if if we as consumers somehow could let them know, like, we're 
we can lower our expectations a little bit. Like you don't have to promise us the world and then we're disappointed when you under deliver. And so that just reinforces in your mind that you have to blow our minds with the graphics the next time around. Like, let's just figure out what each other expects and then do that. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like the place for that would be like E three or something like that where you have like that gathering of people but well, that's their focus groups, right? That's what they yeah. that's what they hire and give people money to focus, test and you know, even their concepts and ideas. But yeah, that's that's not yeah. an easy thing, I I don't think. No. And I know you know that. I know you're not saying that, yeah. but yeah, that's to find find that middle ground on where they keep pushing but we don't they aren't over promising is difficult, obviously. Yeah. And they got to outsell and I know, like, the other I know guy. Dave. Yeah, and I know Dave's saying like he'll still play the game. Yeah. And like if this was a game that I was really looking forward to, I would still play it too. But it is, from the consumer standpoint, it is disappointing when they're like, all these things are going to be in the game, and that's what set this game apart. But you know, aside from like all the other games, plus like the gameplay is going to be amazing and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, actually, we weren't able to deliver on yeah. a lot of this. Like, of course you're going to be disappointed, because you already promised that, and now they're not delivering what they promised. Um, I just, I feel like we as consumers, I don't know, man. Like, we don't need, it's, it's, it's it seems like a cop-out for the developers saying we as consumers need to lower our expectations. But, yeah. I think developers need to understand that we See, expect what we're promised. Yeah, just, just hold that right there. Not what we they, expect. They are the ones setting the expectations right right and we're following them i mean that that statement you know to me seems ridiculous because they're the ones saying i mean yeah specifically this this or this uh situation right here those three things that i mentioned like you're saying are things that they set those were their big three things right and they didn't hit any of them so it's like what what the heck I'm so my expectations should be lower I should expect you to not deliver on anything that you promised me because that seems like a crappy expectation set I mean we wouldn't have set yeah. the bar that low it just feels like we're we're in this we're in this age where social media is is creating talk everybody's talking now everybody's communicating everybody's a critic which is good I mean you get a lot of you get a lot of criticism and you get a lot of hate but at the same time that's what makes things better. Right. Yeah. So so now we've got um, we're seeing it in movies, and I think we need to see it in games where the industry is coming full circle to where now the people that are starting to make it are the ones that grew up playing them, and they mm-hmm. understand better what needs to be done to make it better for the next generation of people because they understand. I mean, that's that's what we saw with Star Wars, where George Lucas had this yeah. great idea, amazing thing, and we loved it, and then. He kept doing the things for himself, which is it's his it's his baby, so he can do what he wants, but he didn't give us what we wanted as fans. And now we've got somebody like J.J. Abrams and all these other guys who are big fans, and they just love it, and they understand what we want. Mm-hmm. So now we have some of these, you know, a lot of these independent game, uh, developers and these, you know, just single guys that are running these crews and are making these games, and they know what it what we're looking for. And then you, you, some of these big companies are still, they're doing that thing. There just needs to be more of a discussion, more of an open forum like Josh was talking about to fix some of these. Because that's not something that, again, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but that's just lower our expectations 
they 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 yeah. they missed the the point. They missed the mark. Yeah, that's well. That's why I like I changed thoughts in mid sentence. Like it's not us lowering our expectations. It's them setting the right expectations right. and then living up to them. You know, and not over promising. I think that's I think that's where the real communication gap is. But yeah, it's not an easy problem. But uh, speaking of setting expectations. Josh, what ex- mm. you you are on a gaming podcast you co-host every week, right? Um, so we assume being on a gaming, this? what's that? I was asking Josh if he knew this. Did you? Know yeah. This? Did you know that you're on a gaming podcast? I, I needed a second to take it in, yeah. but I I have now taken it in. Okay. And I'm a, I my title is a co-host. Yes. I'm a co-host. And so the segue that I'm trying to get to here is, what games? What games <laughs> have you played this week? That that met my expectations, or not? Or not? Yeah. Um, so that's a great question, uh, and I have an answer. Um, so right before the podcast, uh, I was trying to finish up Tales from the Borderlands. Yes. Um, I got the season pass on the PlayStation sale. Uh, like the Black Friday-ish sale. They had a sale going for a few days, not just Black Friday. Uh, so I got that, and I got all the way to the end, um, and Chad informed me that basically the only thing left was a few dialogue options to finish it up. I got past the, the big thing that happens at the end. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that hasn't played it, but um, it was really good. Um, definitely worth the money that I paid for it. Uh, I don't think that I would have wanted to pay more uh, for it. I think that I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Walking Dead Season 1. Wow. Um, I think that I enjoyed The Wolf Among Us more than I enjoyed Tales from the Borderlands. But I think that was just because of the like the mythos and you know like the, the story surrounding it. Mm-hmm. It was really good, though. I really enjoyed it. Um, so as soon as the podcast is over, I'm going to jump back on, finish up those couple things. Um, I jumped on my 3DS, uh, and... Did it break? I, I, it did not break. Um, jumped on it real good, too. Uh, I downloaded Cloud for Super Smash Brothers, and I haven't gotten to play him yet. Um, but he's downloaded, so I'm, I'm gonna play that. Uh, what else did I play? Some Rocket League, of course. Uh, but I was having some internet issues, so I didn't play a lot. Um, I downloaded and tried Hardware Rivals. Um, that was one of the free PlayStation games this month. Uh, didn't like it at all. No. <laughs> didn't like that game at all. Um, it was I, real have dumb. Have one of you played that yet? Real dumb. <laughs> That's real dumb. Have either one of you guys played that yet? <clears throat> no, I have it downloaded. Is it a, is it a PS4 it exclusive? I, oh yeah. yeah, you know what, I think it is just PS4. Yeah, it um, is. no, I haven't. Chad, I, I'd be, I'd be interested to see what you think of it. Okay. Uh, there's no tutorial at all. Like hmm. it doesn't it doesn't tell you how to do anything. Like really? you 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 download it, you bring it up, and it's like jump into a match. Go. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know what the controls are. Well, if so it said I that, if it in, really said that to you, that is kind of a tutorial. I mean, it did give you. It a tells direction. me what to do. Jump into yeah. a match. Uh, so like I jumped in, and the the controls are not intuitive at all. Um, right trigger is accelerate, and that's where the intuitiveness stops. Uh, like, you have to figure out which buttons are your special weapons that you pick up, which button is your primary weapon, 
Um, and then what Wait, buttons so are like? This is a this is a vehicle that you pilot. It's a vehicle uh, fighting game. And it shoots, and like, right trigger is not shooting. It's right trigger is accelerate. The right bumper is uh, your your. <clears throat> I can't remember if it's your special weapon. Or your main weapon. So the left bumper is the other one. Do you think you'll play this game anymore? Or are you done? Nope. I played it for Uninstall? a little bit and then I deleted it. <laughs> so you know, uh, maybe if I get I, real, real bored at some point, I can I might echo go that. And play it again. I can echo that with one of one of my games. I'll talk about it here in a minute. Um, so I downloaded uh, Gauntlet, um, which was another free PlayStation game. I think last month. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it yet though. Uh. Did what you download and play The Escapist yet? No, it's still sitting in my, my PlayStation Store cart. I can't justify buying that when I have so many other things to play. So it's just going to sit in my cart until I run out of things to play. Or it goes on it. sale. Um, or, yeah, or until it goes on sale. Uh, what else did I play? Um, that may be it. No, I, I played a little, bo- a little Borderlands 2. Okay. Uh, as well. Uh, I think that's it, though. Um, I thought you said so, you played also Tales from the Borderlands. Tales from the Borderlands, yeah, but started. I started off with that. Oh, you did? Uh, hey, Dave, you're also I, a co-host of this video game podcast. <laughs> Welcome. I downloaded, um, so hopefully I can report back on this next week. Um, I was listening to another podcast, which How I watched. Dare because How I'm, dare you, sir? I'm not going to to promote another podcast on this podcast unless uh, they donate I, unless they pay us so unless we think it's inappropriate but I was listening to another podcast and one of the guys was playing a game called Aurora 4x uh, which is a space simulator not unlike Dwarf Fortress mm. if anyone has heard of Dwarf Fortress uh, basically it's just it's a management simulator uh. um, from what I understand. I know which Very podcast detailed. you listen to, and that just thinking yeah. about the game gives me a headache. Oh man, super detailed and like I like the the uh, the sim coaster roller coaster tycoon uh, like real time strategy game. Like Caesar three was one of my favorite games growing up, um, and so that side of me like can't wait to sink my teeth into something like that. Um, although once I get into it and find out how detailed it is, I might want to shoot myself. Uh, so I don't know, but I, I definitely want to try that out this week, uh, and see how it is. So hopefully I can okay. come back next week to talk about that. We look forward uh, to that's that. All, I think that's all I did this week. All right. Dave. It was a light week for me. Guys. Listen. <laughs> this last week, um, I headed out of town Thursday. But before that time came, I played, among a few games, Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain. Did you miss it? Yes. Yeah? Now, I will tell you what I don't miss is, and I don't have to do this anymore, but now Josh has not played this game yet. Now, you, you do own it, correct? Yeah, I've played it a little. But, but, I mean, as far as spoilers, you I can't tell you much. Um, I'm not very far in. But, Chad, I will say this. There is a, a character that becomes beloved to us that leaves us at a certain point in this game. Right. Um, it has since been revealed 
that there is a way to get said character back into the game mm. by playing a certain mission seven times. Oh my goodness. Yes. So I went here, and I played that mission seven times, and I got said character back. Wow. Did you find that out on accident, or did you find that out ahead of time? <clears throat> I found it out ahead of time. I, I, I read about it, and then for this specific night, I googled it to make sure I knew what I was doing, and I went and did it. And it's it's a sweet reunion, a sweet reunion. Do they do they I, write I, it in that how the person comes back, or is it just all of a sudden no, they're back? No, it just happens. It's yeah. just it's literally going through, watching the opening sequence, skipping through as much as you can, finishing mm-hmm. the mission, having to go up, having to pick this character up, have to put it on a helicopter, having to skip through cutscenes, having to go through, having to restart, doing it all over and over and over and over. That was annoying. Yeah. Um, but having that person back. Uh, was good, and I, you can bet I took them right on my next mission and played a couple missions with said character. Cool. And I'm very happy about it. And okay. it made me want to, to keep playing, but it was I had to, I had other things I had to do. Sure. But, um, oh man, it felt good. It felt good. It's still not old. Yeah. The only reason I stopped playing is because I had other things to play that I didn't want to fall behind on. Um, but that game is just so incredible. It's so incredible. Um, I also... Downloaded after our talk on the podcast last week. Mm. Gone home, the console version, and you and streamed it. Not only did I play through it, but I streamed my entire playthrough, which like lasted. a speed run, right? It's like a speed run you did. I did not do a speed run. <laughs> <laughs> I played how, through. How long did it take you? My stream was <laughs> one hour and thirty three minutes. Okay, for twenty bucks. Uh, yeah, for twenty bucks, and and the game is a great game. It's 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 a very good story. Were you now? Let me ask. Were you? Because we know we know the premise. We talked about it last week. Did you investigate and look for clues and read diaries and all that stuff, like in depth, or were you pretty quickly moving through rooms? I I didn't do things in depth. I just I um I determined on my own uh, what was important and what wasn't. There okay. were some things where I picked up just for the sake of they're there and I need to look at them, but I didn't read the whole thing. I would skim over it and sure. see if I, anything popped out. I was assuming that the developers would, anything I was supposed to know you could would, would pop up to me or I would, you know. Yeah. Um, I, again, all I remembered going in was what, we, what I took away from our podcast, which was that she comes home and nobody's there. Nobody knows why they're gone. Right. And and it's not a horror game, even though feels that several way. times. I mean, I play. I always play most of the time with gaming headphones on, because um, there's surround sound. And there were several times that I am certain, and I think they put these things in there that there are there are noises that resemble someone walking around the house, mm. um, or some different you know floor creaking above you. Which why would that happen if there's no one in there? And I mean, how what how what can I do as far as spoilers here? What, what can I? I mean, I don't want to spoil the whole well, the whole story. Yeah, I wouldn't spoil it much of anything if possible. I haven't played it yet. But we we know this is not a horror game. No, We've already yeah, said that. we know that. Um, but there are some misdirects that make you yeah kind of think that there's well, it's like when you're at when you're at home by yourself, the house makes noises, you know. And if you really wanted to be right. freaked out, or even at like you're a business, I remember working in a call center and being the last one there late at night and. You hear stuff. Yeah. So the um, the thing that surprised me about that now, 
One of our listeners, Evan, told me that he he read that somebody speed ran this thing in 50 seconds, which I call what? I call bush shoveler <laughs> or bullweevil shoer because it took me almost that long just to get up the steps <laughs> because there is no there is no fast walk or sprint in this game. There is just a slow somber fallout, fallout four overcumbered like. <laughs> walk and it, it was annoying to me to move that slow I, I made a point of saying it in the, in the stream i just did not like moving that slow yeah um i was just listening to something where somebody made that same remark just very the, slow the, the the one of the just one of the only annoying things about the game is that you move so slow yeah now the game like i said the game was was good the story was good there's a there's a nice uh um flow to what's going on and you don't you won't know what's going on until either when you piece it together or when it's revealed to you um but it's not made perfectly clear obviously at the very beginning but the the price point is what i had a problem with the game and if, if i'm i'm sure somebody could make a great argument for the worth of the game as far as the work to put into it and everything like that but for me to not have been speeding through it, I wasn't trying to. When I started my stream, I didn't know I was going to finish it in an hour and a half. Right. That's just what happened. I wasn't blowing through stuff. I was going through. There's cassettes. You know, every, it, it's what 1995. I think that's when it's set. Yeah. And I listened. I just just happened to on my way home. I was listening to uh, kind of funny games cast, and they and Greg Miller had the the guy from Steve Fulbright Gainer. Studios. We mean we mean uh, redacted cast. Huh? You you mean you were listening to redacted cast? Well, I never said I wasn't going to say anything about them. You said you weren't going to say something about this other podcast, unless I'm just saying they, Greg Miller can pay us five dollars. Did that? <laughs> um. But anyways, so they were talking about it, and he was saying how um that's that's kind of the setting they had to pick because now in this day and age, you everything's done basically on the phone. And how are you going to go around and find these clues everywhere if you can just open up your email or your text or your right. Instagram DM or whatever? So you're walking around and there's cassette players and there's tapes and everything. And I kept like making a joke about how awful like their selection of music was because like you put these the teenage girls' tapes and there's music blaring everywhere and it's always max volume. You can't change the volume. And I wish was throwing tapes all over the place. Um, <laughs> and then another weird thing was that all the VCRs in the house were gone. You could see all the RCA cables coming down through the entertainment system, and all the VCRs are gone. That's weird. Like, there's like three different play. I'm like, what is going on? Why? <laughs> That's weird. And another thing about this house that you will find out, it is it is much much larger than it would seem. Like, obviously, there, there's one point where I actually said out loud, just as a gut reaction, I said, "What the heck's happening with this house?" <laughs> Like it just house kept from going. Mario. I, I kept finding more and more areas of it. Secret secret rooms. Yeah, but um. So would you yeah, recommend playing that game? I would definitely for the recommend twenty bucks playing it. Ryland actually messaged me, um, another listener of our podcast, and he uh, he asked me if it was worth buying or if he should wait. And I personally said I would wait to see if it goes on sale. Yeah, great. I, I liked the game. I enjoyed it. Do but, you see yourself playing it again? No, because of the speed. 
Okay. Like, like, but like the story and like the gameplay is go good explore. enough to play through there's, more than once. There's no replay value in the story. That the replay would just be you wanting to get everything to find explore the house. Find. Yeah. Okay. okay. There is more to the story. You can like, I mean, there's it's a whole family. The story, right. the story is about one aspect of the family, but the but the family has you know real life Other things issues. going on that are also in the story that you can find out about that you sure. don't necessarily need to progress through the story. Um, and I'm, I'm probably didn't, you know, like for example, there's the, the, the parents each have their own jobs. Right. Um, there's a grandfather that's mentioned. There's an uncle that's mentioned. There's two different friends of the sister that's mentioned. Um, of course there's the main character, Kate is, is mentioned and there's dif- different things like that. And they all have their own little personal things that are going on. Mm-hmm. So, I was going to say, maybe if you could play it more than once, maybe you could justify the $20, but it seemed like yeah. my perception of it was that it's kind of a one-playthrough game. Right. I just didn't... I told him, I said, if it was $10, I would totally say get it right it. now, because it's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a fun playthrough. And yeah. if you... And, it, and it's all, it comes down to you being able to justify spending it. I mean, if you've yeah. got the money yeah. and you want to buy it, Do go it. buy it. I'm not saying don't buy this game. I'm just saying for me, if I would have known what it was, I would have waited. Um, but I did enjoy playing it. I do recommend it as a fun play. Um, right. It just—it was just like I said. I didn't rush through it, and I did it in an hour and a half. Okay. I so. will. On that note, I will also say um, today I wa- I didn't play, but I watched Greg Miller play like an hour of that dragon cancer Mm. um and i have to say just watching that video greg had cancer like he he uh had lymphoma um Mm -hmm. like three years ago or something like that it went through chemo and all that stuff and he it went into remission he's fine now but um so he knows firsthand what that's like and so he's playing this game and the, the game starts off like heartbreaking like the i if if that game doesn't get some kind of an award this year for sound design like i'll be surprised or at least nominated like it like the the voiceover and the audio like the visuals are really cool too it's super stylized but um like that like just watching him play it and especially watching his reaction to it being a cancer survivor playing this game about like this kid who's got cancer and like his family and all that stuff like it was emotional um it's definitely one that i would like to get and play but like it like it starts off heartbreaking and then it just keeps going yeah but i just i figured since dave had played gone home i figured i'd mention it i didn't play it but um if anybody was thinking about getting it uh you can check out Greg Miller's playthrough on Kind of Funny Games YouTube channel, but it's it looks really really good. Um, I was already interested in it, but I'm I definitely will get that game. Now, cool. but what it's else, not Dave? like your typical fun game, right? Um, that that was all I played, other than um, the little bit of Diablo that you and I played. I mean, yeah. in Black Ops Three, yeah. Well, we played um, Blackouts like we always do. And... Yeah, and I'm disappointed. I mean, I'm happy that you're having a baby. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, on South Oh, Dakota yeah, Gamer. congrats to Chad. Um, probably, 
as you're listening to this, uh, Chad will be ushering in a brand new little baby girl. Yeah. So yes. we've got to hurry up Congrats, for this podcast. Man. Thank you. Yeah, tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday night, around 7 or so, uh, we're going in the hospital, and we'll let nature take its course. And probably by Wednesday at some point, we will have little Gemma Vis. Yes. And just a pointer, Chad. Home with us. X- Xbox Deliver That will not work. Okay. It's good to know, because that was next to my list. <laughs> yeah, and I'm getting the, hey, you better hurry up with this podcast text, so we better get going. Uh-uh. Um, right. So, my games that I played. Uh, played Black Ops 3, played Diablo 3. Dave and I played, started a new character. That's That game's a ton of fun. Um, I played Ori and the Blind fun. Forest, and I finished that game. Uh, that game is a fantastic game. I loved Great. it. I had fun with it. I was angry at it sometimes. <laughs> um, it's it, it made me mad, but then I was able to overcome their the difficulties, and it made it rewarding. Um, so very fun game. Um, one of the free games for January was Zier Heroes. We talked about last week. Um, I downloaded yeah, that, uh, by the way. Yeah, that game that's real dumb, real real dumb. <laughs> well, I'll delete it right away. Unlike <laughs> unlike Ori in the Blind Forest, that is challenging and difficult, oh, but then gives you a way to overcome that, and there's rewarding. The Heroes is a real real dumb arcade game that thinks it's still 1998. And is it zeros? Is it zeros? I don't know. It's is dumb. it zeros? Let's just call it. It's the dumb, dumb game. Dumb. Okay. There's no dialogue. Um, the story is real stupid, and you're basically a, it's a beat 'em up. And the first level, it's the exact same enemies the entire time. And it's like a, is it like a like a double dragon style beat 'em up? Yeah, but not as good. Uh, and it's like two two and a half D, so you can go up and down in the in the level. Um, right. And you just beat up the same characters over and over again. Each level is about 15, 20 minutes. And if you get to the very end and you don't have very much health and you die, you start all the way back at the beginning of that level, regardless of where oh, you are. Man. And you know what? I realized in the NES days that was a thing. And we're weak and spoiled that we have checkpoints. But you know what? I don't have time to do that. <laughs> I don't have time to play through a level just to get to die at the end and have to start all lose the last 20, 25 minutes of my gameplay. I don't have time for that garbage. So well, yeah, when you did have time for it, you were like eight. Right. I didn't have right. anything else to do. So yeah, I feel like they need to be conscious of their demo. Now. And it doesn't like, play well. I mean, it does the 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 combos aren't good. Like you have the the light and the strong attacks, they aren't good. The dodging is poor. Um, the enemies will hit you mid-hit, and you like it's one of those things where you're going to hit, but you get hit and you just stop. Like your character wow. stops moving, and all of a sudden you're like kind of frozen, and you can't counter that, so you can get hit two or three times before you actually make your next move. It's real, real dumb. So um, that was that, and then I played a little Rocket League with Paco and Evan last uh, Saturday night, which that's they're good, right? I'm good, sir. You are. <laughs> Okay. No, they're good. They are. They're they're good. Pardon me. It is fun to play with with more than one person and actually communicate. Um, yeah. That helps a lot. But I will say, I feel like I held my own. I feel like um, we have some. We had a good a good guy given directions, and uh, I followed directions and then did my own thing too. And between the two, it worked out well. We won most of the matches we played. Um, but it was fun. I really Rocket League is just a ton of fun. I can't wait till it comes out on Xbox One, Dave, and uh, we yeah. can play that on Xbox One. It'll be a great time. Yeah. We still need to jump in and play. 
Yeah, we do. I was hoping we'd be able to. You were out that night, but uh, yeah. And then I also played Rise of the Tomb Raider, put that back in, got a few extra achievements in the open world, and then brought that game into GameStop because I don't think I'll play that again. Um, Not because it's not good, just because I have to move on. And then today... Oh, I forgot to say, I took back Star Wars Battlefront, Chad. You did? Yeah. Okay. That's surprising. I I got $22 cash for it. Hoorah. Because I bought it digitally. Two, three quarter portions. (laughs) <laughs> because I don't... Did you hear what I said? You bought it digitally? Oh, so you traded it in your physical copy you used to have it digitally. I see what you did there. A little bait and ah. switch on us. Thanks. Well, because you can find it online for 40 bucks, but yeah. the digital copy is still $60. Ah. So I got $22 for it. So and I actually bought. made a couple bucks. Gotcha. And I technically got two copies of the game. Now my son can play it. That's cool. And I can play it at the same time. Good. Well, now I was just about to, after this, I was going to text you and say, we don't need you on the podcast anymore. But now I won't do that, because you still have the game, so that's good. Oh! I'm kidding. I wasn't going to do that. You act like I was serious. All right, and then finally, I finished Tales from the Borderlands this evening. Um, it's something I've been trying to get to. I was very beginning of Episode 4, so I finished Episode 4 and Episode 5 tonight. And Great minds. That was fun. It was hilarious. That game made me laugh out loud numerous times. It's funny. Funny it's game. It's funny. Funny game. I, oh, there's also heart-wrenching moments. Yeah, there are. There are. In that. Like, I, there's, you know, again, not to spoil it for anybody that hasn't played it, but there are some moments where I was like, I, I can't believe that that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Good writing. It was crazy. Very good writing. Um, two things. I have to, I have to ask. You guys played Diablo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what types of care, like, what was your classes that you chose? I've I've done numerous. Uh, the one we chose for this night, I chose a uh, a barbarian, a lady barbarian, a lady barbarian, Gigantor. I chose <laughs> a a male. Um, wizard. Was it a sorcerer? Wizard. 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 Uh, I'm playing with a Templar guy. I really uh, like. I have a level seventy guy. Templar. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, and then also, I forgot that I did play a game on my 3DS when I broke it out. The other night, I played Mario the Lost Super Mario Brothers the Lost Levels. Oh wow, that's um, real real hard. Which is yeah, it's real real hard, but it's super cool. And I got really frustrated because I found a warp. It was like the first time I've played it. I found a warp to World Three, uh, and like yeah. the second level of World One or the first level of World One, and second then? level, and got to World Three and I was doing some stuff, and then I was like, I I hit a, a bounty trampoline thing. Jumped over a flag, and I was like, oh, that's super cool. I kept running, and I found another warp area, and it was a warp back to World 1. Oh. Yeah, so there are reverse warps in Just that like game. poison mushrooms. That reminds mushrooms. me. Yep. That reminds yeah, there's, me. Yeah, there's killer mushrooms. I actually played about four or five levels of Mario Maker at GameStop today. <laughs> at- I was waiting on my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Before the demo ran nice. out. All right. Anyway, cool. sorry. No, I had, that's, I had that's good. Because I was, I was excited about it. We're going to take a real quick break. We're going to come back and do a lightning round version of Game Scoop's 20 Questions with Josh <laughs> as the game picker chooser guy. So stay tuned. Slam it to some Game Scoops. Oh, yeah. Be right back.
Hey guys, Chad here. So I know you're expecting uh, 20 questions right now. Unfortunately, we were not able to finish the recording and do that. Uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances, I had to end early and we didn't finish our podcast. So I apologize to all the listeners out there. I apologize to Dave and to Josh for not being able to do that. We will... Make sure to pick that up right away next week with 20 questions. Uh, Josh has a game already picked out. Again, thanks for listening this week. Uh, a little bit different probably by the time you're listening to this or very soon afterwards. Um, I'll be a dad again for the third time. So that's cool. Again, thanks for listening. Sorry to disappoint uh, in cutting us a little bit short this week, but hopefully you'll understand and we'll talk to you again soon. Guys, listen, we have a Patreon account. Uh, Patreon, again, is a virtual tipping and rewards website. So if you want to check that out, hit up South, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash South Dakota Gamer. Uh, check out the rewards tiers. We've got a dollar. If you just want to hear your name said on the show, we'll give you a thank you. Uh, and we are sincerely thankful. Uh, $5 lets you plug anything you want. Um, if you've got a YouTube channel, a podcast, uh, product, whatever you got, um, as long as it's appropriate, we'll plug it here on the show, uh, and we'll give that a shout out as well as you. Uh, and then we've got a $10 tier that has, uh, all rewards from previous tiers, and that gets you a one-hour gaming session per week, uh, with the host or host's of your choice uh, subject to scheduling. So check it out, guys. Don't forget we have uh, t-shirts that we're going to post a link to on the South Dakota Gamer page. Uh, We're really excited about those, so check those out too. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting. Evan, thanks again uh, for supporting. Uh, We will check you guys out. Well, you will hopefully check us out next week. We will see you guys next week. Thanks again. See you later. Peace of pizza.